You are now listening to WTLB Digital Radio, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. You are now listening to WTLB Digital Broadcast, the only network where you can make real transformation in your life. The Transform Youth Live Media Broadcast Network. Tell Alexa, hey, play Transform Youth Live Show or visit TransformYouthBroadcast.com. Our veterans don't want to go to the private sector. You have more veterans that want to come to the VA that are appreciative of the care at the VA. And, it, and it's more than just medical care. It's, it's hey, you know, by the way, did you know that you would be eligible for a loan, uh, for a house, or hey, um, Already blessed to you, and the energy that's already here for you. Marcus, you put me on here. I think you got a great show. I think you got very smart viewers out there that really appreciate the content you put out there. So I greatly appreciate you taking the time uh, to put me on your show. I would really have a lot of fun. I have a lot of fun every time. All these quote unquote laws and rules. Be able to do that freely and, and, and be who you truly are and was created to be. For more information, visit TransformYouBroadcast.com. That's TransformTheLetterYouBroadcast.com. Now it's time to get locked for the Transform You Live show. The only show that combines spirituality with business and personal development. The only show in the universe where you can make real transformation in your life. Now it's time to get defined and your spiritual. Get ready and make way for your folks. Hello, my people, my people. Welcome to the Transform You Live show with your host, Marcus Hart. We are back for another amazing show, and we have another fabulous guest, a very extra fabulous guest. And I got to tell you, I, I forgot to compliment his hair. He has very nice hair. <laughs> so who exactly am I talking about? I'm talking about someone, boy, who's been a callus of change in people's lives and within business structures. And you know, this show, we all about business strategies and personal development, baby. And that's what he's doing. He loves coaching because he's passionate about it and helping people create the very much success they want in their lives. Without further ado, let's hear from Eric Reed. How you doing, Eric? Hey, great. And thank you for the hair compliment. You know, hair and makeup before the show was working overtime. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. I, I definitely got to, you know, uh, get your stylist, man. It's nice. And you're glowing, man. You know, you're really glowing. And, you know, you, you look like you're already bringing the positive energy that we need uh, for this show. So, yeah. they, so they heard me talk a little bit about uh, what you do and uh, very briefly but in your own words can you share with us who you are and what you're all about oh, who I am and what I'm all about um, you know you don't get to be this old with this much good looking gray hair without having a life of experience but I think um, can't say it with, I, I start as a father of two kids I've got a 9 and an 8 year old they are my lesson, they are my teachers they are my prophets in so many ways um, and from that, what I learned when they came into my life was that I could either continue to change the corporate structure, be gone from seven in the morning to seven at night, and really just detach and do the, 
do the traditional dad thing, you know, drop the check off on Friday, sit in the chair all day Sunday and complain in between. And I said, I don't want to go down that path. I grew up in that house. I saw that house. And I want to be present for my kids. I want my kid to get off the bus and see me, not a nanny, not a babysitter, not a paid uh, person. So I began coaching and I began helping companies and developing companies. And through that, it was like, man, I get more energy from this than I ever thought possible. And so it's all matched together. Awesome. So I got to say, you know, uh, me being a, a dad too of a nine and an eight year old, I already, <laughs> I already know your struggle. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, those kids get very smart around those ages. <laughs> huh. I, I, you know, it's funny. I I used to laugh because I don't know. You know, when you go to church, you always feel bad for the preacher's kids, right? Because they're always part of the sermon. It seems like more and more my kids have become part of my coaching lessons, part of my teaching, part of my storytelling. Um, because they are such great teachers, but they're also center in my life, and I, I wouldn't have a day without it. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing I learned from uh, from from kids is like you know questions, the importance of questions. So, and I'm sure you you know you, you make that same practice, um, you know, in, in your particular culture and uh, practice. And I said practice twice. <laughs> so, speaking of practice, I'm sure. To get to you, get you to where you are now, it took a lot of practice in terms of like just transformation. And when I say transformation, what is exactly does that mean for you? And how has that, you know, happened in your life and maybe still happening? Um, you know, I think transformation happens in all of us in two ways. It's, you know, sort of that slow, gentle, rolling storm that comes to us. Right. And then I think there are moments when we just wake up and it's like, I have got to get my crap together because this doesn't feel right, look like, smell right, taste like, this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. And so I think um, they both chip away at you at different rates. I remember like dad moment story since we have him walking my kid out of karate practice one day and I was like, you did really well and this really well and this really well but and I said the word but and he sunk to the ground and disappointed and I was like he said well I care apparently I didn't do anything right because you were going to say but and I was the but that was coming was but don't forget to get your shoes on the way out but what I realized is the impact my words could have in an instant on somebody and that all of the praise and lifting up and encouragement that I wanted him to walk away could be transferred by one word saying, but. And in that, that was one of those like rock against your head kind of moments where I said, you have got to be mindful of the words you use and the way you carry the words you use forward, not only with your son, but your team members, your corporate, oh, yeah. everybody. And that there is not a single word that you can take back. And so be very cautious. And so in that moment, I think I began to transform the way I talk to myself, the way I talk to people, the way I talk around me. And when I listen to a word, I'll say, but, you know, you toss that word out casually, but as a coach, I may hear somebody say something. I'm like, no, that word was used intentionally. It may have been unconscious, but you said it. So there must be value in it. Let's go in, let's explore, and let's dig in. And for example, I had a coaching client once, and they were just rolling along, rolling along, and he said, um, 
I can't be happy until my dad is, so I just got to keep on, and I'm like, whoa. Whoa. Like, somebody else might not have heard those words, but when you say, until, now you're asking me, why am I never successful? Well, you just said, until my dad is happy, I can't be happy. Let's go back and work at that word, until, instead of the word happy. Because do you know if your dad is happy? Are you sure he's unhappy? What would it take for your dad to be? Like, let's go. And so I think that would be a moment of transformation for me in a, in a crashing thunder kind of thing. And then the slow transformation are those things that you work on daily, silently, with meditation, with prayer, with, with personal development, that you begin, if you could see my bookshelf, I, I was a horrible student. I was like the flunky, flunky student. But now I read a book and it feels like when I see all of these top people's consistency of thought, consistency of behavior, consistency of practice, but from you know, across the spectrum, do almost the same thing. It's like, okay, clearly it worked for them. Now I need to begin to transform my life to model what they're doing if I want to have what they have. Exactly, exactly. And you know, you're really hitting it, the nail on the head, especially when when you just mentioned the importance of those keywords, those words that you know create judgment, create assumption, uh, and then you know you project those words out into the universe, and and you are you know doing the very thing that you you don't want to do, and, and that's creating those blocks. Uh, creating the, you know that that advancement and progression in your life and you know it, it I, I think is you know I, I gotta compliment you for for recognizing that you know and and recognizing that you had to start changing the language that you give yourself to you know kudos to that um, now what what are you know some of the some of the the good words I guess or the good language we should you know give ourselves to to uplift ourselves and to uh, to to really start, you know, making a, a real clear shift. Ah, uh, well, there's the whole like typical list of don'ts, can't, shouldn't, wouldn't, oh, yeah. you know, that we should abandon. But one of the things that I really started to focus on for me, and then I work with coaching clients, is the I am statement. So I am blank, and you know, if you're a person of faith and the Bible, he calls himself I am. I am the beginning and the end. In every faith and every religion, the divine is sometimes referred to as the I am or a thing like that. So when I hear myself say, I'm lazy, I'm tired, I'm stupid, or when I hear that, I'm like, wow, you're calling into your most divine and perfect self, the thing that you were birthed into creative existence through, and you're attaching those words to it? Right. It would be the same as saying Bob is stupid, Bob is lazy, Bob is fat, Bob is ugly, Bob is poor, Bob is hopeless. You know, Bob would get up and beat you down for saying it. <laughs> exactly. But when you say I am, and so I always have to guard myself because we'll say it casually, like, oh, I am so tired. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I, I ain't getting in that fight with Bob today. Right. Well, I feel blank but I know feelings pass and so it's okay for me to say I feel tired today but I know that feelings pass stay in the game I feel
frustrated, I feel disappointed, I feel unattractive, I feel unloved, feelings change, this too shall. Well, it, it definitely sounds, you know, like the the honesty and, and, and truthfulness is very, very important when talking to ourselves. But at the same time, you know, we got to leave that, that room for hope. And I, I was talking with some people the other day and uh, one of the one of the things we, we brought up was like, you know, uh, sometimes we can realize our own chaos in our lives. But when somebody's spotted out to us, it, it's a problem. <laughs> so, so. Call it disorganized. Call it yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so being being a coach and and then we we get we get clients and you know, they come to us and they you know they're loaded with things you know what's the most delicate way that you you know you come come approach them or you know or open up you know help them to open up about about you know being honest and uh, about some of the issues they have. So um, first, as a coach, my job isn't to change you, but simply to facilitate the change that you want in you. And so I can't come into the conversation, into the relationship, judging what it should look like on the out, on the finish line. Because by doing so, then I've completely ignored you as the individual, you as the unique and divine person that you are. Now, what I can point out are some of the behaviors that you're involved in are not effectively leading you to where you want to go. So if somebody says, you know, I want to have this, this, and this in my life, and I'll say, great, tell me what you did today. Do you see how that behavior, that lifestyle, that statement doesn't support what you want? So which do you want more, that or this? So I always use a lot of contrast. Like you said you wanted this, you're behaving and speaking like this, you get to choose which do you want. What are you ready to let go of? And, and, and I think that's okay. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, and that, that sounds like a very simplistic way to, to do it, and, and I think it's the best non-threatening way to do it as well. So uh, I, I definitely got to compliment you for it's to you know for installing that and in the way you you know you work with individuals. Uh, so we are about 15 minutes past already. And going into this thing, we are speaking with Eric G. Reed. He's a coach, and he has a lot of awesome information to offer us on the other side and going to be bringing us more exclusive content so that you can still make transformation in your life. And I said, still? <laughs> we should also be making transformation in our lives. We'll be right, right back for a quick water bank. Have your life or the structure of your business taken a tumble? Eric G. Reed is a certified life and business coach with eight years plus of experience. He can help you to focus on a single target goal or more of a general need and can turn your vision into an actual plan to help you get set and find success in your life. Visit ericgreed.com for more information. That's ericgreed.com for more information. Hello, welcome back, my people, my people, my people. This is the Transform You Live show, WTLB-DB and WXRWLP 104.1 FM, Milwaukee. I am your host, Marcus Hart, and we have a very awesome guest. We having a real good time. We, we talked about some things over our water break, and we're going to bring you more exclusive good content. So, who am I talking with? I'm talking with speaker, coach, writer, success life himself, 
Eric G. Reed of ericgreed.com. ericgreed.com and Reed is spelled R-E-I-D.com. Eric, how you doing? I'm great. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Awesome. So what else you got? You, you got something else going on on Facebook. And you know, I haven't had a chance to check it out yet, but I, I heard that, you know, that there's a lot of people that's buzzing about it. And they really like it. And so tell us a little bit about that. So um, I do a Facebook Live every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern. And it's really sort of a mindset reset, get set kind of thing where I know for me that the stuff that goes in my mind first is the stuff that carries me throughout the day. And so, you know, I have my, my quiet time, my personal time, my devotional, but I like to tune into somebody that charges me up and says, think about this. Like, get your head around this instead of the news and the garbage and the other crap that can happen. And so I started through a 30-day challenge to do one every day for 30 days. And then somebody said, I bet you can't make it to 100 days. And I was like, ah, come on, go. And so I did 100 days, and now we're going on two and a half years of uh, Facebook Lives every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern. And it's really about 10 or 15 minutes. I'll pull from either a coaching experience that I had or a lesson that I learned from uh, often sometimes my kids or something that I'm writing or learning into to prepare for a class. And I condense it down and then pack it up and then deliver it through Facebook Live. So essentially, it's fair to say that, you know, they're getting some, you know, it's almost like a root coaching session almost. I, you know, you could call it that. I caution on the word coaching only because that is a really, um, I, I, I don't want to say sacred space, but it feels sometimes between coaching clients that that's a very personal and one-on-one thing. Yeah. And because there's so many people, it could be considered a group. We'll, we'll call it a, how about a group rally? Or uh, a fellowship of like-minded individuals coming together to start their day in the right direction. Nice, nice. Now, is this this public or is it private? You know, public. it's public. Uh, you never know what seed you're going to drop that somebody needs to pick up. Nice, I like that. And, and is the best way to find it uh, by um, just simply typing your name and Eric Jewry. And it's funny because people are like, why do you use the G? And as you know, there or may know, there's a famous football player, Eric Reed. Yes. And I can't really compete on social media with an NFL. Oh, no. And I wasn't about to change my name, but I found when I slid the G in the middle, it sort of gave me enough space to get out in front of me. Yeah, the, the G is actually cool. <laughs> so believe it or not, it's, it's actually cool. And, you know, it, it, it gives you extra personality and it, it really do distinguish you. So keep the G. <laughs> It'll be on my name tag. I'm just the yeah. G. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah you, you really got a cool, fancy uh, signature too uh, on the end of your, your emails. Yeah, so I, I like that. Wow, I got his autograph already. <laughs> <laughs> keep it. It's worth a dollar. <laughs> Cool. So, um, you trained through the John Maxwell uh, program. Uh, we we all know John Maxwell. He has an amazing coaching program. So tell us tell us how that came about and and, and when that was. And you know, it maybe just how some of the things you learned uh, in that program has really kind of crossed directly into the way you you know run your whole process and in coaching practice. Ah. Oh. It's sort there. There's so many little 
like interwoven pieces, but it sort of began, I was in Miami, I was working with a real estate company, I was the team leader. I was involved in a, a culture of people that on the outside looked great. I mean, million dollar homes, helicopters, limos, you know, playing the Miami bling life. And I felt disconnected and I happened to be sitting in the office one day and I looked up and there was a 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership by John Maxwell. And I thought, okay, I'll sit down, pull that book off the shelf, start digging through it. And literally every time I finished one of the laws, I was like, that's not happening here. That's not what I'm seeing modeled here. Oh my gosh, that's what's missing here. And what I realized is I had chased after these, this group of individuals because on the appearance, they look like leaders, they look like influencers, they look like people on one level. But when I really started to understand and dive into what leadership meant and what real leadership was about, it was a hollow bell. And I ended up leaving there, but taking the book with me. And, and <laughs> I'm taking the book too, I'm out of here. <laughs> I'll send him a check now. Yeah, um, I like that. That was some 10 years ago. And then I thought, well, you know, I like his book. I like it. I'll give him some credit. I didn't know who he was. So I read the second one and the third one. And pretty soon I started to understand that leadership is not what we've been programmed to think of it as. You know, the guy at the top, the elected official, the appointed boss or the son's boss. But leadership is that ability to influence other people. Right. And when you hold that understanding of leadership and say, how am I influencing my kids, my team members, my coworkers, my spouse, my, my friends that I meet on the street? And what is the impact of that leadership having, not only to me, but to them and to the echo beyond? You can take leadership to a whole different level if you start to study. Study with the John Maxwell team and they have a John Maxwell coaching organization. So I was trained and coached by John Maxwell about coaching, about leadership development. And then as I studied him, I started studying other thinkers and other thoughts and NLP and other forms of coaching because I realized that as a coach, I have a great deal of influence, right? Not only on my clients' life, but their families and the people that they come in contact. And so I really study hard so that I can bring value. But it really began with that book. Um, they were sitting on a shelf in an office that I thought I was in the right place with the right people making the right kind of money. And now, in hindsight, I was like, man, no wonder. The and the funny thing is the whole company collapsed within like three years after leaving because wow. there was no real leadership. It was just a bunch of people working for themselves, trying to get as much as they could, as quick as they could without you know integrity and all the other pieces. I like that. Wow. You know, that's that's truly an amazing story and, and, and a very good, you know, I guess, transition, you know, into, you know, um, setting the stage for just your own personal growth and and just really, uh, I guess, landing in a spot where you feel, you know, the higher power has called you, you know, so, and, I, and that's a real good way to, you know, uh, give a good story of like you know answering to a call you know uh, after realizing like you know wow the heaven that i thought i was in is actually hell <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and, so we were flying around in helicopters with miami celebrities selling two million dollars in up properties i mean 
it wouldn't be anything to go through Shaquille O'Neal's house in the afternoon and show him a house. And so on the outside, by most people's standards, they'd be like, man, you're living in success. You you are successful. And in the quiet, still moments of reading that book when nobody was around, no celebrities, no helicopters, no limos, no fancy champagne dinners, I started to realize the importance of leading self and through that, and then I was beginning to understand that the better I led myself, the better I could lead my family, then my team, then my companies, then other people's families and companies and teams. And it's been a continuous flow. Nice. So, so what, what advice would you give those who, who may be in a leadership role right now and they may be feeling like, okay, I'm in this position and I, I'm really, really struggling because I, I, I really don't feel like I'm, I really don't feel like I'm connected to something bigger. You know, uh, is there any specific advice you can give them or, you know, would you just say, just come on in, we'll talk about it. <laughs> Call me up and you're a coach. But what I would say is, I, I believe that that awareness, that gnawing, that discomfort, and I talked about this the other day on our Facebook Live, as a matter of fact, about if you feel dissatisfied, that's a really good thing because that means you're aware enough that something bigger exists. Right. It's the people that don't feel dissatisfied that I feel sad for because they're basically saying there's nothing better than what I got and I'm unhappy, but there's nothing better. If you're dissatisfied, at least you're saying there's something bigger, better, more that I could be doing going into. Now we just got to get in touch with that dissatisfaction and start to build a plan to satisfy it. So if I'm dissatisfied with my marriage, what part of it? If I'm dissatisfied with my team, what is it that dissatisfies you? And then as a coach, I would ask you, what does satisfied look like? And on a scale from one to 10, if that's a 10, what does a two or a three look like? And they may give me an idea. I'm like, so what would it take to move from zero to two? Right. And then from two to four, and then from four to six, and then six to 10, and then from 10 to beyond. Splendid. Uh, you're really talking my language right now. And, you know, man, you really just demonstrating just a whole, you know, ball of wealth. You know, a huge ball. Not just, and that was a very small one. You know, we talk about, you know, one of the ones that, you know, they, it comes off the top of the mountain and rolls and snowballs and is real, real huge. And it just, Splash, splash all over you so real good man you know uh during the break we were talking about just uh we, we talked briefly about how we both ran for the office and how when you put the name tag on it's like yeah this is time to go to work i'm candidate such and such now so how can we metaphorically you know uh, explain this to, to to others who you know uh got different areas in their lives and you know people don't like the idea of mass you know, but you know, essentially, you know, we got to wear a mask for each, you know, each category of our lives. So uh, can you sort of like kind of touch on that and what we were talking about and, and maybe relate that to, you know, uh, in a metaphorical way to uh, others? Sure. Um, so I, one of my hated expressions is fake it until you make it. Because when I hear that, I see somebody living unauthentically thinking that at some magic moment they're going to suddenly make it and then they get to be authentic. Right. That fake it until you make it is 
saying, I'm going to lie to the entire world until I get just past the velvet rope into the VIP section or whatever, <laughs> and then I'm going to be me. Well, when you get there, they're going to be like, we don't recognize you because you're not the guy that did the work to get here. But if you're in those roles, and sometimes in work, we don't get to be our full self because we're employed, or maybe we're not ready to fully expose our dream, our vision, our, papa, our passion, or our faith. Look at the situation and say, okay, I can't be 100% who I want to be, but in this moment, how can I be 100% present in this moment? So I may not be able to be fully a person of faith in certain environments because it's just not acceptable, but I can be faithful to the people that are in that environment by bringing them my best. Or in an example where I may have a dream of creating a business, but I'm still working a J-O-B. Mm-hmm. Well, how would I want my employee in the future of my business to behave great? I'm going to start to do that so that I can begin to understand what it feels like to be an employee that's 100% invested in the company. And I'm going to earn honor and respect here so that when I leave here, my legacy is already built. Is like, I don't know, he just started a company. I don't know what he's doing over there, but I know what he did here and he did it 100%. He did it authentically. He did it thoroughly. He gave commitment and honesty. So whatever he's selling, doing, or being over there, I'm with it. Right. I like that. Wow. You know, I, I guess in a sense, people people uh, really fail to uh, live up to what you were saying and, and um, they're not able to go home and, and, and feel as though, you know, they can look themselves in the mirror and say, you know, well, I, I really did them all and I was really me at the, at the same time, you know, um, or I, I didn't have to, you know, uh, lie and scheme my way, you know, um, through the day. <laughs> so, and, and, and when I say that, it's not always, you know, in, in a bad way, uh, you know, so, so sometimes we just, you know, we, we see really lying to ourselves. And, and it really sounds like you're helping people to uncover uncover and, and escape that lie. But what I would also sort of say is if you're aware that you're lying to yourself, then you're also aware that you have the, the potential not to live that lie. Cool. And well, so if you're aware that, wait a minute, who I was today is not who I should be, then you're basically saying, I know what I should have done and I didn't. And so shame on you, because if you knew how you should have been, what you should have done, where you should have gone, and you didn't, then you're dishonoring yourself. You're dishonoring your divine purposeness. Exactly. And so don't blame me because you didn't get to live the life you wanted. Because the whole time you stood in front of that bathroom mirror, you knew you were living the lie and you knew what you should be doing. You just were either afraid to do it or you weren't truly desiring that in your life to change so you were just an empty bell nice you're truly a gem eric and uh man you know and i really want you to adopt me as your brother man so 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 for those who just tuned in you know we were, we're talking with eric g reed eric g reed.com he is the success life himself coach and author. He's uh, also the community organizer when it comes to 
you know, uh, manifesting the right things needed in life and for making real transformation. There's so much I can say about the guy. Um, we're going to take a quick water break. We'll be right, right back. Have your life or the structure of your business taken a tumble? Eric G. Reed is a certified life and business coach with eight years plus of experience. He can help you to focus on a single target goal or more of a general need and can turn your vision into an actionable plan to help you get set and find success in your life. Visit ericgreed.com for more information. That's ericgreed.com for more information. Hello, my people, my people. Welcome to the Transform Use live show with your host, Marcus Hart. For those who just tuned in and have missed a great deal of a very awesome interview, we're talking with Eric G. Reed, ericgreed.com. He's also on Facebook. He's giving out a good, I guess, how can I call it? A community roundup online. <laughs> I like that. A roundup or a homegoing. Yeah, a, a real good celebration, homegoing. He's, he's giving good information on Facebook as well. He has a group. And uh, what time that group appears on Facebook? 8 a.m. Eastern. My nature is 8 a.m. Eastern. And that would be 7 p.m. our time here in Milwaukee. Now, on the other side, we was talking, you know, a, a great deal of uh, some good information. Um, and then as we took a break, uh, we, we got into some other deeper things. <laughs> now, I guess one of the things that, you know, people are maybe, you know, dying to know and they probably want to know is when, when they first reach out to you and they say, well, Eric, I need help, you know. Now, what is what is the, the process you take them through, you know, uh, from from the time they call you all the way to the finished product? Um, it, it's an interesting thing because, as I said earlier, I think that the coaching relationship needs to be formalized. It's kind of the difference between dating and marriage. They're not the same thing. That if somebody calls and asks me, it's like, okay, is this something we can talk about in 10 or 15 minutes that I can give you some insight, give you a book title, give you a suggestion? If it goes beyond that, and I realize that what we're really entering into is a relationship of change or a relationship of transformation, then I'll say, look, I want to be of service. I think I can be of service. But before we can go there, we need to make an agreement of what this relationship is going to look like. Because you're going to have expectations of me. I'm going to have expectations of you as a coach. We're going to want to create something together. And any business partnership starts with a formal agreement. And I think coaching, though it is personal, it is transformational, you don't honor the process if you don't come in with the same intention of what the outcome is going to be. And so often I'll get a call and I'll say, well, tell me what area of your life you're looking at. Why is it? Where do you want to go? And I can get a sense. And not every person that calls will say, you know what? I'm not your coach. I'm not the guy for you. As much as I want to be of service, I'm not feeling that I can be your best resource. Let me make recommendations. Let me make suggestions. Or I may say, yeah, that's something I think I can do. Why don't we enter into agreement for the next 90 days? This is what it'll look like. This is what we'll focus on. And then we'll recap it at that. Nice. It's very uh, good to to point out, too, that, you know, um, you you do something that's very important. You identify what it is that they need. You don't have, like, this one-size-fit-all type of um, way that you work with people, you know, because, you know, some people may be, you know, looking for a little bit of help with, uh, you know, spiritual coaching. Some people might want, 
you know, some help, you know, um, fostering a better relationship with, with people in the workforce or, you know, their, uh, or, or just their, their own, their very own marriage. Um, now, as I was looking on, I'm looking at your website right now and, um, I, I see that, um, you have a master class that you, that you, uh, help people guide, uh, you know, that you guide people through. So tell us a little bit about that master class. So if you go to the Eric G. Reed and then jump over to Success You or Success Life You, um, there's a couple different courses that I've done in the past that I've put up for individuals. And so the one that I always tell everybody to start with is the 11 days of awareness. And it's just 11 days of getting to know yourself, getting, it's, I'm sorry, 11 day affirmation. And it's really for that person that's ready to make the mind shift, ready to begin to grow. We need to become aware of who we are who we are in the world and where we can become. And so that 11 day awareness thing, I really love because it's sort of like, you know, the grease to get the wheels started. Nice. Okay. And then, then you, you also have, um, uh, the, you you know, we were talking about it when you first uh, started, you know, you, you working on, um, uh, possibly converting your, um, your Facebook, uh, group into like uh, into podcast form as well so have you already experimented with that or you know or I, is that something I, that works i do do a little podcasting not as great as you yet um <laughs> I, do. I do what i've discovered is that it's sort of like different meals in the day so the morning you get together on facebook live it's really just a shot of adrenaline a coffee or double espresso to get you moving um, and then the YouTube channel is often more about business strategies, business focus, business ideas, social media and growing in social media through business. And then what the podcast is, is sort of a longer version of the morning because podcasts by their nature. So I try and make sure that because I love business, I love business. I think business is the most fascinating it, it, you can watch people and watch businesses and people processes and products and I love branding of businesses. So my heart is always around business, but I know that in the middle of business, there's a whole lot of people. Right. So I try and make sure that in my day, I'm learning about both and I'm sharing. Okay. So uh, if we if we just uh, go back to just uh, business uh, strategies in, in terms of working with uh, entrepreneurs, or or those who have um, really really huge established uh, businesses, uh, is there is there like a particular um, you know go to strategy you know that you that you have for them, or or is there a particular you know a particular uh, part of business in which you you know have a have a concrete grasp on uh, how to uh, coach people to you know be successful in that particular area. What, I, what I've noticed a lot in businesses, and I'll say from entrepreneur, solopreneur, mompreneur, creatorpreneur, is that there's a lot of me energy in the beginning. And then there becomes kind of a we energy when your wife, your husband, your spouse, your mother, your aunt, your uncle, whoever joins in because you need some extra help to keep it going. So it's still kind of close to your heart. It's that transition from there into really having an established business, one that's 
creating income and creating change and that you're still in the center of it because it's your idea, your passion, but now you've got to begin to manage other people and manage other resources, make connections outside of that small universe you started in. Exactly. A lot of businesses will grow and collapse, grow and collapse, and they always come back to the me place because they haven't learned how to navigate the bigger corporate or the fear of saying, well, you know, this just started this little old me and I can't believe now they want my cookies in every mall. And so I'm going to blow up and self-destruct because I'm afraid what that will look like in my life. And so when I talk about success life and some people will think, oh, you mean diamonds and fancy cars and champagne dinners. No, I'm saying navigating life successfully. And when we look at our celebrities and when we look at our TV fame people, we can see over and over again where they got to a point and they weren't able to manage life successfully anymore. And they blew up, fell apart, scandal came running out of it. And everybody's like, never saw that coming. I'm like, I saw that coming like 10 years ago because they didn't learn how to be self-led or leadership with self, leadership of those around them and then leadership on the bigger scale. And so when we talked about John Maxwell and that learning to influence yourself, learning to influence the we, and then learning to influence the bigger group, it all ties together. Nice. Very, very well answered. And I, I guess what I what I think about, and, you know, and uh, some people have asked me, um, they say, well, isn't this like the, the, the ad and the chicken type of thing? You know, uh, do I get myself together first and then start a business or or do I just start the business and, you know, and I, I work on myself as I'm starting the business. <laughs> so so for those who are confused, you know, uh, what, what, what type of advice would you, you offer them? I will say the person that I am today in business is not the person that I was 10 years ago. And if I had waited for the person that I am today to show up 10 years ago, they would have never been there because... I only became who I am through the successes, through the failures, through the calluses on my hands. And though I was growing a business, I was growing myself at the same time. And I think it's very much like doing a journey up a mountain. With each step, the vision and the perspective of where you're at changes. You're still on the same mountain, but you're seeing it from a different angle and a different set of skills. Nice. Now, some people, you know, have also uh, said, uh, well, you know, like um, all of this becomes like a job. <laughs> okay. All of this becomes like a, like a job sometimes uh, where, you know, we, um, you know, where, you know, I'm working on myself and I'm also working on, on my career or business and, um, you know, like I'm just feeling burnt out. I'm feeling tired. I want to give up. So is there a particular antidote in which we can insert, you know, um, would it be, you know, um, you know, well, maybe you, you should have more time to do so. Maybe you should clean off of this. So so how can we help those people? So um, when we set goals, so often we are taught smart goals um, and you can look it up, but it's, you know, strategic, measurable, et cetera, time bound. And we set these big goals, like I'm going to have a million dollars in the bank, or I'm going to be the number one, you know, car salesman, or I'm going to be this. And we have the big vision board, like this huge goal board in front of us. 
And we constantly are chugging and chugging and chugging and chugging to that. Right. And we don't feel like we're making any ground. And so then we begin to believe that what we do doesn't have value or it's not being manifest or it's not being blessed or, you know, all of these negative thoughts come creeping in. And what I do with a lot of my clients is I'm like, okay, let's scale this down. Right. You got that board. Now, what is the 30 day goal board look like? If you were going to cut out all the pictures and magazine images and all of the words to reflect just the next 30 days, show me what that looks like. Okay, now let's reward and celebrate the momentum of going towards that 30 day goal instead of trying to get all the way to the big vision goal. And so often I'll tell coaches, and when I'm on a coaching call, I say, so what was a win for today? And somebody will be like, nothing. (laughs) So basically you said you became a silly putty on the floor for the day. And they're like, no, I, you know, I wrote a contract. I'm just waiting for it to come back. Oh, so you executed a contract. You made contact with a client. You actually had a sales conversation and you successfully negotiated an agreement. That sounds, and they're like, well, I didn't see that. I'm like, you were in momentum. You were in progress. You were in growth celebrate it just like you would celebrate your kid learning to take their first step celebrate your businesses your change your transformation taking those first steps thank you so much for that eric you know and we and we we, we glad we got to celebrate you man we, we need more people like you you know and uh, as we come in come to a real uh, close close here in today's show um you know for those who just tuned in uh, to WTLB uh, Digital Broadcast or WXRW 104.1 FM. Uh, we are talking with Eric G. Reed, EricGReed.com, Success Life Coach. And with time coming to a close, you know, what final words of wisdom do you have for us? I mean, you you said so much like <laughs> that, <laughs> that really, you know, points to just, you know, like, hey, you know, like, if you combine the emotional mind with the logic mind, you get the wise mind. And, you know, here's some wise mind, you know, uh, suggestions for you. So what what type of final words would you like to leave us off with? Uh, final words. Um, I've said it for, Lord, 30 plus years now, working in business and working with kids at risk. Imagine the possibility. Because when you imagine the possibility, it takes you forward. It tells you that where you're at now isn't where you're going to finish. That there's a world of possibilities in front of you. And just in the fact of imagining it, you're already halfway there. And so, just, you know, when you're feeling stuck, when you don't believe, when you're small and broken and tired and worn out, just imagine the possibility. If one of the obstacles just slid out of the way a little bit. Then what would happen? Beautiful. Well put and said, and and very thoughtful, thoughtful words. And we, we're gonna definitely take those with us and, and, and make sure we carry them and tie them around our heart. Now, we just talked with Eric G. Reed, life coach, success life coach, that is, and ericgreed.com for more information. He also has the Facebook group as well as he's working on the podcast. So, so give us some information on that uh, Facebook group one more time and, and just maybe spell out your uh, website for us. Sure. So every weekday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern, Facebook Live. So for your listeners, it would be pri- primarily 7 a.m. Um, just 
Facebook slash Eric G. Reed. I think is the Facebook tag. You'll see it. It's a very casual, but it's a very, um, like we talked about, it's just getting the mindset right for the day. Sometimes they're practical lessons. Sometimes they're thought lessons. Sometimes um, they're just sort of a reminder of who we are and what life is about. And the website is the same thing, Eric G. Reed, R-E-I-D. And through that, you can connect to me, connect to courses, connect to um, things that are coming up as well. So everything is on the same level. Nice. Great. We appreciate you. And we'd like to have you back again in the future. You know, the invitation is open for you. If there's ever anything you're working on, you know, uh, make sure you bring it here so that we can share it with the rest of the audience members out there, all of our Transformers out there. So we, we thank you again. Uh, bless you, you Thank you. It was a great pleasure being here with you. Okay, hold the line and I'll be right with you. This is WTLP Digital Radio Noir. Thank you for listening to the Transform You Live show, Transform You Live Media Broadcast Network. For more information, visit transformyoubroadcast.com. That's transform the letter you broadcast.com. Or tell your smart speaker, hey, play Transform You Live show. And blessings, peace, and lots of love. Join us next time.